0: Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello, welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren. And you are listening to episode 153, Women's Sexual Wellness with Dr. Carolyn DeLucia. But before we jump into today's show, I wanted to give a shout out to Integrative Institute for Nutrition, my health coaching training program years ago, over seven, maybe even eight years now. And I started this program just to go on for my own well-being and health. And I know so many of you guys listen to Witch- Witchy Wellness every week, and you're interested in your health mind, body, and soul. But I was so amazed not only how much I grew from this experience, but how many deep, authentic friendships, but most importantly, I was propelled into this online world of health and wellness. And this guidance and structure enabled me to create witchy wellness. On the site, you guys can look at a program overview, take a sample IA in class to see something that you would like. And then lastly, you can even look at IIN's curriculum guide. So head over to laurenchalantani.com slash IIN or use the link in the show notes and make sure you tell them Lauren Chalantani sent you their way for the best discount offer they have available. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 153, Women's Sexual Wellness with Dr. Carolyn DeLucia. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. This is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And the beautiful Dr. Carolyn DeLuca, or Lucia, (laughs) is here to talk all about feminine intimate health. More on Dr. Carolyn is she's a pioneer and the leading edge of non-invasive sexual wellness treatments, a practicing OBGYN for nearly 30 years, an alternative therapy expert since 2014. She is sought after by device manufacturers and professional groups alike. Today, she is one of the most in-demand specialists in the field, and some of her specialties include non-invasive body sculpting, no-touch pelvic floor toning, platelet-rich plasma injection, and bioidentical hormone therapy, which we will talk a lot about today. Welcome to the show today. I'm so happy to have you. Thank
1: you so much, Lauren. It's really great to be here. What a wonderful platform. And I'm so excited to share whatever I can to get the word out that women don't have to suffer in silence going through the challenges that we face each and every day.
0: Yeah. And we talked a little bit off air. You are so passionate. And one of the main things we want to talk about is bioidentical hormones and why, you know, the FDA is going after them. They might not be available any longer. I would love to hear, you know, were you always as passionate about the, you know, holistic treatments or since you started medical school, what was that story, that heroine's journey that led you today to be where you are?
1: Well, thanks for asking. I love to, to expound upon what happened that brought me here. I will tell you that traditional OBGYN is very different than the mentality of what I'm doing now. And I've always been very traditional when it came to hormone therapy, very, very conservative. And the reason is you... Need to respect hormones. And that has not changed in my approach. You need to respect hormones. They govern our body, they send out signals, and they interact. There are these terrible feedback loops we have to memorize in medical school, and it's very confusing and complicated. But the traditional way of giving hormone therapy, unfortunately, has been proven to increase the risk of cardiovascular disease, and breast cancer, and that all came out of the Women's Health Initiative that was Completely brought to a dead stop short of what they expected to do back in 2002. And it was July, and my phone was ringing off the hook. Women panicking because they were on hormone therapy and the synthetic kind, because that's all we really had. We had the um, derived, it's conjugated estrogen, which is from pregnant mare's urine and completely not uh, human and a fake progesterone that we call progestins that when combined increased our risk of Alzheimer's and breast cancer and worsening cardiovascular disease, which was an extreme disappointment. To everybody. So, the step that had to be taken, everybody just stopped hormone therapy. And it was horrifying and devastating to women's health because women suffer with the hot flashes, night sweats. Vaginal dryness, discomfort with penetrating intercourse, making it impossible. And for the listeners who have not yet experienced that trauma of postmenopausal intercourse, it feels like the round hairbrush we blow our hair dry with instead of male anatomy. That's what happens. It's like, honey, put down my chi. Where's that other thing we used to use? Horrifying. And it's like this overnight. It goes from normal to excruciating. And then you lose sensation. You lose all feeling, and it makes it much more difficult to enjoy the moment. And reaching climax is really difficult, if not impossible. So, rub your forehead. That's what it ends up feeling like. And <laughs> sad moment. So, with that, and the fact that hormones were not available, what could we do? And a lot of my patients went the holistic route and in the early 2000s there were integrative medicine doctors who were trying really to make a difference for women and they were using bioidentical hormone therapy made by local compounding pharmacies and unfortunately at the beginning it wasn't done so well and unfortunately women came in with bleeding abnormalities cancers that may have been caused by that and er- Bioidentical hormone therapy got kind of a bad spin. And finally, uh, what ended up happening is time evolved, and there was a desperate need for women to have solutions to these changes that completely turned their lives upside down. And put wedges in relationships because being intimate is critical. As we know, with COVID and being isolated, Facebook was teaching us how to hug ourselves because of the need for oxytocin as humans, right? And it was a horrible time when people couldn't interact and be intimate. So we know the desperate need for human contact. And that's when we tried to find ways to solve the problems. And bioidentical hormone therapy got much more strict, the compounding pharmacies can self-regulate. They make sure they're making doses that are accurate for our patients to use. And you can they come now in uh, absorbable gels that go on the skin. They come in trochees that melt in the mouth. And they come in pellets. My favorite form is pellets. That's what I use for myself. And I'm 59. I've been using them since I'm 50. 52, 53, and I wouldn't go a day without. Um, it makes you feel youthful again and able to continue to be active and a loving partner. So that's where the compounding pharmacies are out today and that dang FDA is trying to say that there's no justification for compounded products and that it's not necessary and women and men don't need compounding bioidentical hormones which are so much safer for us than pregnant mares urine so
0: yeah, just so everybody knows, pregnant mare means a pregnant horse. That's <laughs> yeah. what that is. You're it. Uh, If you didn't and get that already. Um, so when you say bioidentical hormones, um, could you break it down maybe in layman's terms? What Absolutely. does that actually mean?
1: <laughs> Very good question. Bioidentical hormones mean they are identical to what our body naturally makes Every day when we're pre-metapausal, our ovaries make estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And therefore, bioidentical means it's identical chemically to what our body makes, and it's made in nature. So it's plant-derived, and there's no animal involved. It's just found in nature, in plants very often, yams or soy or something along those lines and bioidentical, exactly what our body makes. So, our
0: body looks at it
1: as a natural part of the regular system.
0: Yeah. And my question I, I, I knew the answer, but my next question is I'm assuming that's why the FDA doesn't like it because you can't, as a drug, I know FDA is not a drug company, but drug companies can't patent plants
1: there you go and they can't pl- they can't patent something that's bioidentical something that's identical it's not a drug it's not deemed a drug and therefore the FDA doesn't regulate it it's like regulating a blood transfusion we don't that's blood product you know you, you don't regulate something that's natural and unfortunately that's exactly the point
0: No, is there anything that the listeners can do in terms of calling a senator? I don't know (laughs) if if they are in
1: favor of bioidentical hormones, we're going to put a link at the end of the of the show where they can go and. Give a testimonial about their own experience with bioidentical hormones, because I'm sure some listeners have been lucky enough to experience bioidentical hormone therapy and are thriving with it. And, you know, let me tell you, longevity, be we are living longer. It's no longer a parade down Main Street when someone hits a hundred. It happens every day. And Your baby, if you have a baby in the next few years, that baby's life expectancy, are you ready for this, is 120. Yes, a baby born today, the life expectancy is 120. So we got to make sure that we're living better. And that right now, 100 eh, doesn't look so good all the time. You might be in a wheelchair drooling in the corner, but some medication is keeping your heart going and your kidneys functioning. We want to be like you at 100. And let's maintain that youthful, vibrant health going forward so that aging is comfortable and healthy. You can't stop it completely. We're trying damn hard, but we have, we haven't stopped it yet, but we're getting close. So, it's a matter of making it work, making it healthy and doing what's natural.
0: 100%. It, it's, it's not like trying to to reverse it. I think it's more so prolonging your vitality is what I Exactly. What I like to think, you know, you are going to live longer. My opinion, I want to live well and longer. That's right. That's the main point of it all. (laughs) That's right.
1: That's right. And that's what all of the other procedures. Now, there are people who don't want to use hormones or can't cancer patients, breast cancer survivors, you know, they are not maybe the best candidates or they fear taking hormones and I don't blame them a minute. So what else can we do? Something has to be done to maintain the ability to be an active, willing participant in intimate situations, having sex. I said it. So... <laughs> and there are ways. So the one of the main modalities are devices that have come to market that three quarters of women are not aware exist. There are lasers that can treat the full length of the vagina, bringing back new blood supply and support to the tissue, revitalizing it and making it natural and comfortable for penetrating intercourse. And not only that, sometimes women have babies and after having childbirth, they feel a little bit different down there, maybe a little lax. And the reason for that is before we have a baby, it's kind of a tight cylinder, the vagina. But after the baby, even carrying a baby and having a cesarean section, mind you, it turns into a square. The front wall falls down. That's our bladder. The back wall falls in. That's our rectum. And the side is kind of the laxity that women describe. Kind of weakens over there. So it's no longer a cylinder. It turns into this square. And with that, there's loss of sensation Urinary incontinence, that's the leakage of urine when we cough, sneeze, jump on the trampoline. You know, I didn't understand why women kept on saying, I can't jump on the trampoline. I'm like, when the heck are you jumping on a trampoline? Well, I didn't know there were trampoline parks because my kids are already past that. They're 30 and 27. But lo and behold, there are trampoline parks, apparently, which are really fun. And When parents go with their kids, they leak. And that's mortifying. So there are treatments like this laser that can rebuild that top wall, get new support, and women don't leak. And you mentioned to me before the show about pelvic floor muscles. I call it the cradle of civilization. It's where it all begins, that pelvic floor. It holds everything in from our intestines falling on the ground. And that's our pelvic floor musculature. There's a chair you can sit on that rebuilds the pelvic floor musculature. It has, it's like a two Tesla magnet and very powerful magnet. And it makes every muscle fiber in the pelvic floor contract like a super maximal Kegel exercise up to 11,200 contractions in 28 minutes. After six treatments, the entire pelvic floor is rebuilt. So between babies, Every woman should have the best seat in the house, rebuild her pelvic floor and go on and have the second baby. But maintaining that integrity of the pelvic floor, not letting it just go to waste. Because when I first sat on the thing, I'm like, "Hmm, I didn't even know I had muscles that went up there anymore. And bam, you know, all of a sudden I was. I could laugh with my girlfriends and tears weren't running down my legs anymore And all. (laughs) So it makes a world of difference. Magic, magic, magic. So those are the steps that lasers, chairs that you, that make you Kegel 11,200 times. And, hormone therapy if you're a candidate. There's radio frequency devices uh, that are very quick. Oh, and I'm just finishing a study on a new device. And this one is shockwave therapy. It feels like absolutely nothing. And I just hold it up against the external genitalia. So right outside the labia, once on the left, once on the right, and right near the pubic bone. And women are having incredible—my word for this—the results of this study is astonishing results in improved return to a natural sense of lubrication and orgasmic function. Not bad. Who would
0: know? Who would know? I know that's awesome. And I I will say, you know, public for health. I'm—I'm a woman who does not have any children. Who's premenopausal, and I do think it's important for anybody to to take a look at it, child or menopausal aside, because yes. we we don't we we've really lost kind of that connection with ourselves and what's going on there, and there can be pelvic floor issues regardless.
1: Absolutely, and there's also tone problems. Some women have too much tone in the pelvis. And I had a patient who has something we call vaginismus, which means that just touching her on the outside, everything goes into spasm. And believe it or not, there's physical therapy for that. The chair can be used to fatigue the muscle. So it resets the whole pelvic floor tone. And that's a possibility, But for this particular patient, having been unsuccessful with physical therapy and even the chair wasn't enough for her, I examined her and she had one of her muscles was like a rock. I mean, I'm telling you, guess what I did? This is an accepted therapy. It's not FDA approved for this usage. It's an off-label use. Are you ready? Botox. Botox. I injected her muscle with Botox. And for vaginismus, that horrible condition where the muscles go into absolute spasm when other avenues are unsuccessful, you should see a doctor who could give you a few shots of Botox and the muscles relax. You have typically a woman needs this treatment after suffering for years. Once, once those muscles relax, they usually do not go back into spasm.
0: Beautiful. Wow. Who would have known? Who would have known? That's amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to move into the gender gap in healthcare. And and there's so many ways we can go into (laughs) this. I know, just like research and studies done, like a lot of women aren't included, including my biggest one, because I thought I was doing really, you know, the new trendy thing is, um, intermittent fasting mm-hmm. is not good for women who are still menstruating whatsoever, right. whatsoever, right. but everybody thinks it's, and i be all that's just one example because it wasn't tested on women. That's right. But where would you like to begin? Cause I know you, you you have a wealth <laughs> of knowledge here with the gender oh. gap in healthcare. <laughs>
1: Uh, Gives me chills. My mind's all over the place. But number one, when it comes to testing, like you just brought up, most medications on the market for heart, for kidney, for hormones, for this, all tested on men only. Because we menstruate and the companies didn't want to have to deal with menstrual regularities or this changes in our system. You know what? They have too. We have to take those medications as well. And some of them, like you just mentioned, we react to completely differently. And it's not taken into consideration. So the pharmaceutical companies are taking a little bit note of this now, trying, I think, uh, because it's really been brought to the forefront that this is unacceptable, because there have been some Really serious health risks with some medications given to women that never should be used in the doses or in that type of uh, regimen that were okay for a 70 kilogram man, 150 pound man, for God's sake. So, unfortunately, that's number one. Number two, I'm into intimate health. None of the procedures I have mentioned, zero are covered by insurance. They're all cash, which makes it somewhat of a, of a entry gap. Women who are not financially able to take advantage of these procedures, they can't get them. It's inaccessible, 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 sorry, inaccessible to them because of not being covered by the insurance that they're, that they have. And if they're not wealthy and have this extra income, it's hard for them to get access. And that's not fair. It's not fair. So that's another one of my frustrations. And listen to this in for male erectile function, E.D., there are over 20 medications that are FDA approved and covered by insurance. There are two prescriptions for women for sexual dysfunction on the market. They're both for our brain, not for actual function of our genitalia like their medications could be. What One of them is Addy or the little pink pill. Its generic name is flabanserine, and it is a oral medication that has to be taken daily. The problem is that it can cause severe hypotension, a plummet in the blood pressure. So women taking it may have fainting episodes, for goodness gracious sake. And if they drink wine or alcohol along with it, the risk is death. Yeah, literally death. I've never prescribed it, never prescribed it because I just don't want a woman to think, okay. I'm out to dinner. You know, it's not a given that I'm going to die if I have a sip of wine. Come on, it's not going to happen to me. And it happens. I can't live with it personal. So, <laughs> so, I've never prescribed it. The second medication is Vilesi. Vilesi is an injectable peptide. Peptides are portions of proteins that our body naturally makes and utilizes for particular functions. So Vilesi is PT-141. It's been used for several years for intimate health in both men and women. Men tolerate it better than women and it does improve libido and sensation. Of course, it has a side effect. What's that side effect? Nausea and vomiting. Vomiting. In particular in women. So you number one, you got to inject yourself within four hours of wanting to be intimate. So it takes some forethought. And then the first symptom you're going to have is severe nausea <laughs> and vomiting. I don't feel sexy when I'm nauseous personally. Kind of wrecks the mood for me. Like, honey, hold my hair while <laughs> i it's not sexy. Um, so <laughs> So unfortunately, neither one of them is particularly uh, exciting to use. So those are the only two medications, and that's only in the past three to five years that they've even come to market. Nothing else is FDA approved or covered by insurance. One of the reasons for that, now this is really going to make your skin crawl. It is. I, I I hate to even say it. it. It turns my stomach. I have to take a second. The reason that they say that these treatments and medications are not covered for women is because we can still have sex despite the fact that we're not enjoying it. Men, if they don't have an erection, can't have sex. Oh, boy. (laughs) So did I give you chills?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I was thinking it was going to be that bad or because the female genitalia are only for reproduction is where I thought you were going with that and not (laughs) pleasure. So equally as bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this is what we're up against. And I've been on my soapbox for many years now. And it's my mission to make women aware that, that this is happening. My younger daughter is right now, she's 27. She's a fourth year medical student and she's getting her master's in public health. And one of her missions is to help revamp healthcare in this country. And she's a very strong, obviously, female advocate. And I have hope for your generation to really see some change in this area. It's my generation that let it all happen. And we got it, you know, the the baby boomers, ah, we messed up. I mean, the hippies, what the heck? But I do have hope. I know that she's been listening to me on the phone all these years. And I'm really, really proud of what she's going to be able to do in the future. So there's hope.
0: There is hope. There's always, always hope. And I know in in addition to the therapies that you offer, you also have the Ultimate Intimacy Course. Yes. And I was thinking I was thinking that would be also somebody, you know, you're based in New York. And if somebody's trying to find a practitioner near them or maybe the financial situation isn't working out, you know, what will you learn in this program? You know, who's it for all that kind of jazz?
1: Well, it's for everybody because men have to understand what women are going through and they really don't. So many women say, oh, he tells me, oh, you don't love me anymore. You're not interested. They're in agony. The woman's in absolute agony. And the man is taking it personally. And it puts such a wedge. And it's because they don't understand. So the course is for both men and women. But More so for women to understand what's happening to their body and what each of these treatments in detail are doing to their body and how they can help and who's a candidate for them. And in the end, I'm happy to guide anybody to a doctor who is specializing in this area. Another area of incredible use is platelet-rich plasma. And that's in the realm of regenerative medicine. Regenerative medicine is where our body is healing itself. So PRP is the portion of our blood that helps us heal ourselves. When we're little kids and we scrape our knee, yellow goo comes out, a scab forms, the scab falls off. There's nice new pink skin and we have no scars. So Doctors were looking for a way to help athletes. They had to get them back on the field where the money is. So how do you do that? If their scrapes are healing beautifully, why aren't their joints? They analyzed the goo. That goo has platelets in it, which we knew stopped bleeding. But what we didn't realize is that if they burst open in an area of injury, act like a signal to our stem cells to come and build New tissue where that injury is. So we we said, can we isolate it? Can we concentrate it? Can we put it where we need it, like sending in the cavalry? Yes. All we have to do is draw blood, like we're drawing blood for blood tests regularly. There are special kits that are sterile for the return of your blood right back into you at the same sitting. And with that, we can inject it into face. Yes, my face is full of my own blood, helping to heal it and re- and keep it vital at 59. And also in breast tissue, it grows fat. In genitalia, it will grow blood supply and nerve and soft tissue around the bladder neck to support. So it can help with climax and orgasmic function and returning it back to your age, from my age, and also urinary incontinence by support of that front bladder wall. So platelet-rich plasma is incredible as well. And it's you in you, zero complications ever reported in the world with the use of PRP for any medical indication.
0: Wow. Mic drop on that one. Oh my Uh goodness. Wow. I'm learning some stuff. Hope you all are too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, was there anything else? I just looked at the time. Was there anything else, Carolyn, you wanted to talk about or wrap up before we start to close on the show today?
1: No, the only thing is if you want to know more real quickly, you can download my free book, and I'm so grateful for you having had me it's free to anyone listening and that's at www.ultimateintimacy.net
0: beautiful we'll have that in the show notes everybody to download thank you thank you and thank you for showing up today for us and spreading this beautiful message about female intimate health because you know, like you said, oh my God, I said sex. Oh, I said orgasm. You know, there, there's these vagina, these vagina. Where there's so <laughs> many taboos, especially with women owning their pleasure at any age. So thank you, and there that your health as well is vital in that. Um, yes. So yeah, so I, I learned a lot. I'm gonna have to do some researching more on <laughs> for me after this. Um, how may we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude? be of service and return for you today.
1: You know what the only thing i ask is to stop suffering in silence and reach out for yourselves and get better health and never give up on your intimate wellness. Don't let any of these changes that our bodies go through put a wedge in your personal relationship. I am divorced and I just, it's not fun on this side. And you don't want to let anything go between you and your special partner. So do it for you and keep your life in its ultimate state.
0: So wonderful. So beautiful. If you guys like this episode, Make sure to subscribe, write a review that helps us get out to more women to spread this beautiful message. And if you have a friend, your sister, mom, whoever that you listen to this episode and think they might benefit, please feel free and share that along. You never know what one podcast can do to help change somebody's life. But yeah, I know. I know (laughs) I've had a lot of life changing moments by listening to a podcast, you know, divine timing and either followed up and, you know, got did the work or whatever it was or tuned inward and helped me helped me guide my own intuition to what was right for me so thank you for being one of those people that bright shiny light out here to help guide us all you
1: can get out
0: thank you thank you carolyn and remember open up surrender trust and let your body lead the way.